0: Hey, what's going on, everybody? This is Brandon Gredler, and you are now listening to Cocktails and Questions. The podcast for each episode, we enjoy some cocktails, and we answer two questions in the world of technology and business. This episode, coming off of Amazon's surprise event on a Wednesday, we take a look at what did we see and what did we think coming out of that thing. And the second question is... With such a hardware focused event, what's really at play? What's really going on at Amazon? As always, helping me take a look at these things and answer these questions in a really roundabout way are my friends James Lanyon and Ben Gaddis. Fueling this episode on a Thursday from a garden grove in Austin, Texas, off North Lamar, is our good friends over at Austin Beer Works. Some of the best looking cans, some of the best tasting beer around more information on what they got going on austinbeerworks.com so tune in and drink up this is cocktails and questions all right we're back episode six episode half dozen episode halfway almost to a baker's dozen um cocktails and questions <laughs> well it's, it's my math man um and me being brandon grether joined by ben gaddis James Lanyon. Hello. Um, back at Cocktails and Questions. Again, the premise here is super simple, man. We hang out, we drink some cocktails, and we talk about the state of technology and business. Try to get to two questions. Uh, somewhere in the time-boxed effort of 15 minutes apiece. Um, this episode, we're going to talk about... Uh, we're, we're about a day after an Amazon event, uh, which we can talk about the nature of events and all this shit. Um, and then coming out of that and looking at what they told us they were gonna do, what does it mean long-term for not um, not only Echo and their hardware, but also Alexa and Amazon as the big Amazon. So,
1: uh, Ben, how you doing, man? Doing well, man, what an event yesterday. It's interesting that Amazon did an event. You don't think about those guys as the event. They just released stuff, but they're taking a little bit out of the Apple playbook. I thought that was kind of interesting, but when, when we do a quick rundown of what they showed yesterday, yeah. It was way more than I think anybody was expecting, definitely I was expecting. So they released the Echo Plus, which is essentially the same thing as the original Echo, but it's got a Zigbee controller in there. So it allows you to not need a hub for most of your smart home devices, which is kind of cool. Then they released the Spot, which is a smaller, almost companion to the Dot, but it has a two-inch touchscreen, which is pretty cool. looks like an alarm clock. They've got the smaller Echo, which is coming in at about uh, 99 bucks and about the half the size of the original Echo, but got all kinds of new uh, exteriors and cases, which I thought was pretty cool that they're going, sort of taking a playbook out of what uh, Apple's doing with HomePod and yeah. just making it fit into the room a little bit better. But then they added a lot more than that. They started adding all these different line extensions. So they've got the, the Echo Connect, which allows you to make phone calls. They've got these new buttons, the Echo Connect buttons. And then uh, a Fire TV at 4K, 69 bucks, half the price of an Apple TV or a third of the price of an Apple TV 4K. Um, so just overwhelming amount of new hardware. And that makes me wonder. I mean, what did what did you think? What was the best thing? Did you mention the
2: BMW integration as well?
1: I I didn't mention the BMW. We can.
2: But before you go, I
0: want to just real quick, man. We talked about events last time, and just to like contrast and compare these things. Anybody watch this thing? So I didn't, but only because I was at a better event. And was it and and was it televised?
1: (laughs) Did they tell anybody about it? I I mean, it was a surprise. I
0: think this is the thing that they thought that they were going to do the Amazon Spectacles app. Yep. Um. So yeah, it's just it's just interesting to see. You know, we sit around and we watch this stuff. And we can't wait to see what's going to eat all this stuff. And they're like, oh, here's five new things, right? Yeah. Kind of out of the dark. Anyway, but sorry.
1: going back to what we talked about last week about the or two weeks ago about the Apple event. Yeah. Um, what was interesting here is new stuff, right? Not 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 an iteration on a product. I mean, you could say it is, but new new form a factors, retooling of a retooling, a total yeah. retooling, and in a way, a, this makes me today. I look at. The Echo platform, completely different than I did yesterday. And I didn't have that same feeling coming out of the Apple event. Just slightly better it, features.
2: Yeah. And, and, and so I, th- I actually agree. I, I think there's a couple of notable things in addition. Like we talked about, there's a BMW integration, so they're getting into the car. There's a new API that allows for uh, multi-step directions, which I think has been a big frustration because you can only ask Alexa to do one thing at a time. Mm-hmm. Now you can ask her to do multiple things, which even with one thing at a time, she was still better than Siri. Um and so, you know,
0: the poor Siri, of shows up the cocktail. Come on, like we gotta keep up the pressure. Up.
2: How many people do they have working on that over at Apple? And it hasn't gotten any better. Um, but I look at it in I think the board platform's right because I, I look at what they're doing and this is just the stuff they're releasing. You know, you know Google, Apple, whomever else is gotta be sweating this right now because they're like, this is just the stuff they're putting to market. What's actually going on over in their R and D lab? If the stuff that's coming out at their event is 5x better than what we've got in market right now, and that's just the stuff we know about, I mean, heaven heaven knows what's actually being tinkered with. Um, The thing that I love about it, though, is, to your point, it's product variety. And I get the sense that with uh, Amazon, it's always going to get better. That's what I took away Mm -hmm. from this. You may not like certain parts of what they're doing, but there's this sense that they're going to make it better over time, which you don't get with their competitors. Their competitors, uh, like Apple TV, flat for a long time. Siri, flat for a long time. Google Home, they're putting money behind it. But in reality, it's not aesthetically pleasing. Its functionality is really not all that strong. Um, so I thought that was great. The thing that really catches my eye, though, is when you step back and you look at it from a bigger picture perspective, how they're just they're becoming that invasive species. Right. It's starting to proliferate and in, in make its way out. Um, and that allows your mind to wander into some pretty far fetched thinking, you know, that, that
1: I think um, should be a point of focus as well. You know what I looked at that that line right? when you take a step back, and I said this looks like a retail company, which is interesting. Apple, they've got what three products, four products, maybe, right? Amazon is looking. I mean, you look at these pictures, and it looks like that could be in a Best Buy, that could be, right, it could fill the shelves with variety that people could go through and say, this is the Echo for mm-hmm. me. Designed to shop. And yep. It's designed to shop, right? And I, and I gotta imagine the data tells them, that, I mean, they're the best in the so world at it and I think that's a really interesting take. When you take that expertise and you start to move into hardware, pretty slick. And that's the thing that it, it, it told me was that they're paying attention.
0: So we study these things, we design these things, we build them, we do all this stuff and we know a lot about Penetration rate of these things, we know a lot about how people use them, and so maybe a little bit more than like a casual reader. And so when I when I did the thing that you guys said, step back and I looked at it, I was like, oh, they just compartmentalized utility. So when you look at it, uh, the original Echo, it's very, it's it's static, it's big, it's bulky, it's just like this monolithic sort of phallic thing that sits in like 80 <laughs> percent no, no, no. of people's kitchens. Right? Uh, it looks like what Scotch gets delivered in. Um, and they looked at what do people do with it. They play music, they set timers, and they ask basic conversion things, right? Those are the three most popular uses of it. So what'd they do, right? Put in a bigger, better speaker, they have the time functionality, or I'm sorry, play games was the third one. They set timers, so they made an alarm clock. It's the first thing I do when I wake up, what time is it, what's the weather? play Spotify. And then they play games. Games are wildly popular, right? It's uh, it's pretty cool to watch children um, try to kind of interact with these things. And that's what you saw in the uh, the buttons, right? Like they're made to interact with the Echo at its core. Um, and I thought that was super popular. So I just looked, it was like, oh, they're looking at the data, mm-hmm. designing for the problems and making it better. You know what else they're doing that's
2: really cool? Because if you looked at Connected Home or just Connected Life in general, it's hard. Right. If you go and you buy all the gear at Home Depot and you try and integrate it yourself, it's it's not for the faint of heart. It's not for the technically unsophisticated. And what they're doing right now is essentially relieving the burden of making it yourself. And they're making it real easy for people to have a smart home. And that's what
0: other smart home companies haven't been able to do, which is, is crazy. And we talk about like ambient intelligence and things like that, right? This thing that this orbital sort of assistant that will fly around you. A couple steps back from that is just an assistant in every you know, what, seven to 10 meters of your mm-hmm. home. And, and you're going with, meters, huh? Metric system. So I okay, appreciate that. Euro. It was, yeah. it was on my mind. We, we yeah. talked about the, yeah. uh, the operating platforms of the world. And when you look at it, 1100 centimeters, away. iOS, <laughs> For yeah. iOS, like we are like, it's like the metric system, right? Yeah. The only place that iOS is dominant is North America. Yeah. It's like, eh, you can go fuck yourself. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> the world's like, ah, you might want to catch up. It's like, nah. <laughs> no. Um, So that was on my mind. So anyway, uh, and and to that point, they're designing for that. And and you brought up something interesting that uh, you can do these things, and they're biting from Google Home. I actually like the progression of the design. Um, Yeah, I mean, I think it's good looking. I think you know, Google Home, they took a couple things from them. They took the actually like the progression, the step thing that you're talking about. Google Home has that, Mm -hmm. Um, albeit. It looks like a potpourri burner. Yeah, mm-hmm. it, it does. It looks yeah. like it's supposed it's like to a smell. A glade. Place. And then, yeah. wait Yeah, yeah. It, it, it's pretty interesting, but I I like it. I thought it was. A qu- I mean, we're looking at a picture here in the studio of a progression of of design, of form factor over the years, and it makes sense to me, man. I I think they're stealing a lot of people. They're doing a lot of cool
1: stuff. Yeah, I think so. I like the design, uh, and I like that that they're getting smaller and that they're being uh, purposeful about how you can retrofit different covers uh, you know put different covers on the smaller devices so that it could fit in this particular room right you know based on your design aesthetic i'm not sold on the look of the uh spot i think it looks a little too uh, original iMac kind of yeah exactly it's it's a little uh, but you know it's it's a um it's a progression forward and to your point it's gonna get better. Yeah, it is gonna get and better. I, I I don't really love the look of the show. I think it's clunky, I think it's bulky, yeah. but yeah. it's useful and it's you know that they'll continue water. to the they'll continue to iterate on that. Um but overall I, I'm I'm really I'm really impressed with where they're going from a hardware perspective. And I was not I was not expecting the breadth here. And to your point of uh, little things like the buttons, that that shows to me that telegraphs where they're headed with this thing which is they're going to they're going to continue to build other uses into uh, into the the platform and you know just to, to have something that is specifically tied to games if that's the third thing that people use yep. the most on the platform, it makes a lot of sense to do some peripherals on that. And they I think they that's do cool.
0: need to. They need to watch it a little bit, like albeit for me to tell fucking Amazon what to watch. <laughs> yeah. Amazon, if you're listening, uh, Brandon has advice. Yeah, some guy in Austin, Texas, in a basement wants to tell you what to do. Um, and and I saw a little bit of the Echo Show, so uh, I've designed something for Echo Show a few things and it is interesting when you start to layer on these additional interactions and i would be wrong if i said i didn't i don't miss there he is number two number two for my friends at austin (laughs) beer works i like it uh uh there is a balance that they need to do because what you're going to do is you're going to start to add these peripherals which become a pain in the ass because some of the beauty of it was i didn't have to use my hands and you still don't the way that that they do it um, it's a voice-first initiated, and you don't actually have to touch the screen ever. Um, and the games make sense. All that being said, though, like, there is a balance of peripherals. Absolutely. Of these things. So this, the intelligence is the beauty of it alone, and minimal things on top of that. Well, let's think through that, too, because
2: if you look, like, look at Honeywell. They've been spending a lot of money to design. Austin, Texas. Uh, yeah. mm-hmm. It's great technology, smart people, good engineers, their, their work doesn't look great, may act great, but it doesn't look great. So they spent a lot of money redesigning their, their smart home platform. It looks great. But it's still, it falls into that hard to do sort of thing. I think Nest has done a really good job of overcoming that, that sort of technical hesitancy with the, their sort of packaging and their installation guidance and their support. Um, but what we're looking at right now with Amazon and Alexa is a dependency we're try, they're trying to create. You're supposed to become dependent on it. And so you don't want to work with anybody else. And so when you look at it, to your point with integrations and extensions, I could easily see Honeywell just using the SDK. So it has voice activation via Alexa, so you're comfortable with it. And all of a sudden, that becomes a competitive differentiator in the marketplace Mm -hmm. where you're like, oh, why did you go with that? I got voice command with Alexa. I've already got Alexa trained on everything else. So now it runs my. You're, You're, You're bleeding into our
1: second question but I agree oh am I well, jumping ahead? on the, well sticking with the hardware though yeah. uh, the other thing that was interesting to me is and it leads into that is the the Zigbee addition because so I've got I've got Alexa and I got smart things um, in my house and it's it's a pain in the ass right I've got to have I had to have a hub and then I go down to you know connect all my light switches to that hub which then I have to connect to amazon and then i have to train specific commands you know for alexa to do that you know power my smart things so i'm interested to see what that setup process looks like and if they can do that I don't need smart things. All of a sudden, I've taken yeah, exactly. one app out of my mix that, frankly, I don't want to use, and I've got Echo Dots in a lot of my rooms mm-hmm. specifically, so I don't have to pull out my phone and use the smart thing app. So I'm I'm interested to see where they go with that part. It's of a them. smart home mesh is, is yeah. what I'm thinking about, yeah. right? And and I just
0: set up a new phone, and it was seamless, right? And to to our point about even last episode when we were talking about uh, what is the main problems with this shit, it's hard, man. Um, but I (laughs) said, I I went to go drop off my son for a play date
2: and I guess the the mom was out back and they just installed the ring, right? Like the, the, the smart, I, I, I don't know if it was ring, but it was a ring like thing. And I kept on, I'm like, I know they're here. So I kept on ringing the doorbell. Well, the husband, he's in the, he's in the national guard and he was out working in Houston you know, during, during uh, the hurricane. Uh, 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 so finally, after four pushes, like, James, what do you want? I'm like, Darren, <laughs> like, i to drop Grayson off. He's like, I'm in Houston. Because like, the wife couldn't hear me because yeah. she was in the back. He was answering it from his smartphone in Houston. That's not smart, right? Like yeah. this stuff, I think this does sort of leapfrog into a better experience, because smart stuff's not smart, and people recognize that, and they don't want to pay
0: for it yet. So we're coming up on 30 seconds in the first question, right? The first question was, out, spinning out of the Amazon event with all the things that they
1: announced, Did we like it? and why so you want to wrap us up real quick absolutely i'm bullish on it man i love it i think uh i think they're moving in the right direction it's exciting um you know we we saw today what they're hiring they've got 5,000 people working on this platform 1100 jobs open i mean plus their
0: advisor in the basement in austin exactly plus <laughs> you, <laughs> you the, which counts as at even least like being two bugged. people i'm like and, two three X yeah easy.
1: and so uh
2: i'm i'm excited about it yeah i'm i'm super bullish as well for the all the reasons yeah. i mentioned um you know the 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 thing that jeff bezos does is he manages to suspend wall street's demands like he doesn't have to turn a profit because he's constantly replenishing his r&d cycle so there's plenty more where this is coming from, and I think I'm excited to see it. I mean, he's
0: he's got Oprah money. He's got yeah. fuck you money. Like, uh, <laughs> uh, oh, yeah, I don't care. Um, I liked it, man. And When I when I look at it as well, I think their timing is just impeccable. I think if you were to, we read a lot about their teardowns and all that stuff, and you put them up against anybody right now. Last episode, we talked about companies we'd like to break out in the next 18 months. I'm gonna put them right there, man, like, because they are pulling some shit out of their hats that gets me very excited, one as a as a designer and a builder, but also as a consumer. So good on them. Cool. All right, we'll be right back. Second question. So we're back couple one, two, three dudes with lower register voices this morning after a great last night. <laughs> uh, I, I think we should do that every night before Everyone Cocktails Wednesday and Quackville. Oh, God. I don't know about I don't that. know if that's a sustainable model. Yeah. Uh, this is getting it to be an expensive podcast. <laughs> um, but we're back. Um, first question of this episode, episode half dozen, as I'm going to lovingly refer to it, and it will be listed in the show the notes. as in <laughs> Apple terms. Yeah, but then they just say six anyway. So what's the point of having a Roman numeral? Uh, talking about the the Amazon event and all their introductions of hardware is all about pretty much about uh, Alexa, the intelligence. So just real quick, uh, Echo is a physical manifestation which houses Alexa. Alexa is the intelligence that is um, built, developed, and deployed by Amazon. But with such a, a hardware forward event, It got us talking in the hallways, which is why I kind of wanted to pause the conversation earlier, press record um, now, which is where we're at. So with such a hardware forward event, what did we actually watch? Did we watch a hardware event or did we watch like a further proliferation of intelligence into the
1: home to solve a problem that maybe they know about or not? Well, I think we watched a little bit of both, but this event totally changed my thought on Amazon. So we were talking about this earlier, but I thought that Alexa was totally a platform play and that hardware wasn't really a big part of what they were trying to, to drive. It was sort of a means to an end, you know, get as many devices out there as possible, build up this platform and then let the folks like BMW and everybody else build the devices and they just get to, you know, uh, deliver the, the intelligence through there was
0: that voice crack. That was that voice crack. Yeah. That was a,
1: that was a wooden Houston, uh, (laughs) blew out the vocal cord. Yeah. You're welcome. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) so apologies for that to all seven listeners uh my mom and my brother and your mom uh so, (laughs) so talk about my mom man so so but so here's where here's where it changed for me yesterday is i think that they are doubling down on hardware and and i think they don't believe that anybody else can do it as well or as fast as they can and their sole goal today is to Dominate the home, and and so that you see this product line just blow up, right? You go to four more devices. I think they're going to do that again. And I think they're going to do that and, and again, again and again. And the next thing you know, you're going to have, you know, you're going to have an Echo Watch. You're going to have, uh, and they won't stop doing partnerships with people like BMW, but they will find a way to have something for every possible room in your house in every scenario. And I think it's actually going to be built by Amazon. And that's different than I thought yesterday. I would have said, if you asked me yesterday, I would have said now they're going to partner with hardware manufacturers. So to do, do, that.
0: do we have any insight? You guys might know this. I, I certainly don't. So I'm asking and also don't care. Um, how do they make their hardware? Who makes it? What are their partnerships? So everyone talks about Foxconn and the suicides and the dorms. How are they doing this? And is it, is it in-house designers? Like, who's doing their ID? Who's doing their manufacturing? Do we know?
1: So, I know they do the, the design in-house. So, I've actually talked to some folks who, okay. who who work on those projects. And so, they do a lot of... They do the industrial design in-house. Um, uh, I mean, they use some freelancers. And I'm sure they probably use some some contract folks. Sure. But I don't know how they do the manufacturing.
2: I, I, I don't know either. Um, I know they're very conservative Close to their vest
0: company, so I don't think they actually release probably, probably published somewhere right in their filings. And I don't think thing. anyone cares. Like I I, Which I, is what be, I said. No, I don't no, really. But no, give no a I, shit think, just... I think it's an interesting question, but
2: <laughs> I look at, at, at the bigger question is it hardware is it software, and I think your point is well taken. It's platform, and I think we have to look way down the road to understand really what yesterday meant. I don't mean to like make yesterday bigger than what it was, but you know, you look at where they're going and their release schedule and their investments. And it all adds up to a much larger ambition. You know, I actually have visions of whole cities powered by Alexa. Like, this is going IoT. Like, what they're trying to do right now, everybody always talks about Bezos, how hardware yeah. gives way to software. Inevitably, hardware will give way to software, right? It's not going to stay on a phone, right? The, op- the operating system what matters. That's true to an extent, but in reality the world still needs hardware and what they're really great is making you not care if it's one or the other right because it's one seamless experience so i think about um this graphic that i saw a couple of weeks ago somebody threw it in our slack channel and it was talking about the dominant operating systems globally and as referenced uh, in question yeah, one right? yeah, yeah exactly We you mentioned that earlier and um so in North America, even though it's just one market, it's the largest market in the world and by far the most competitive. And now uh, the most dominant operating system is iOS. So wasn't too long ago when it was Windows, right? And so that was the PC era. And now we're in the mobile era. And as we evolve, which we are bound to do, it will turn into Alexa. And Alexa will be that dominant operating system that actually runs everything. But... Amazon has a distinct advantage that Apple and Microsoft didn't have, which is it's diversified. Apple and Microsoft didn't have uh, cloud service, you know, dominant cloud service. Pay division, all the bills. Right. Well, even just to help like continue the borging. Right. Like you think about it. I mean, they are so multidimensional that this has to be an IOT play. The other thing that comes to mind is um, the law of large numbers. Are you guys familiar with this nerdy shit? So uh, Law of Large Numbers is actually a statistics principle, but it talks about um, in business, it's essentially how companies plateau. Essentially, you get to a certain point where you're just not going to grow anymore. The U.S. is a great example, right? The largest economy in the world, but we can't get past two and a half, three percent. Everybody thought China was going to go like 15 percent per year forever. Now they're five to six percent. They'll get down to two to three percent. Right now, Amazon is easily on track to become the first trillion dollar valuation, they're still growing at a massive clip. So that tells you actually how much more potential capacity they really have compared to their their peers. They have so much more runway and so many more gears that it blows my mind thinking about it, right? How much bigger they're going to get. And when you look at uh, Apple or Google or whomever, they've done their thing. There's not much more that they're going to do. There is a whole shitload more that Amazon is going to do, and it's going to be at a much larger scale than we're used to.
1: You know what was interesting to me? I, I was sitting, uh, talking to somebody yesterday, and the thing that Amazon does, that, I don't know if this is good or bad. I, I look at it, and I think that this could be a detriment, but I actually think it's a, it's a, a strength of theirs, is they release shitty products. mm mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Firefoam. the button the i mean like there's just there's a lot of the garbage gun. that comes out yeah. yeah the one i mean and you don't see apple do that so <laughs> they wait and they perfect and they just they i don't think they would ever do an event like this and then 6 months later follow up which right. is what i think amazon will do and they they just iterate i think they take the data and they just crank stuff out and they've got all the other businesses and diversification that i think allows them to do that but it also allows them to get to write much faster. They have they have a secret weapon. I could, that's super well said, and I hadn't thought about it until now. It's actually
0: my the way that I operate and the way that I think is more akin to Amazon. Amazon
1: and like their ethos of like, like oh, so you're you're Amazon? No, 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 no. no. no, no like, but, but that's, that's a humble brag. I like no, that. No, no. So think about me as Amazon and it, you're Microsoft.
0: It's like, <laughs> it's like like we're like Samesies besties. It's like not a big deal. No, but I agree with what they're doing. We preach this all the time. Like, what are you waiting around to get it perfect for? Yeah, it's ultimately gonna fail. Somebody's gonna so fail fast. The whole bullshit that everyone talks about, they actually do it. Which that's I, that's what I think I is I interesting. Really appreciate. And and you said something in there about diversity and something else. But I, to one follow on on that, I think their whole secret weapon. And the, the question is, is what did we watch? Was it a hardware play or software play? So, hundred percent it's a software play, in my mind. Um, you know The Echo was the Trojan horse to get people comfortable talking to things. And what they've done, I talked about it in the last question, where they watched how people are using it, and then they designed for the data that they got. That's their secret weapon. It's not diversity. It's not anything else. It's the data. They have, they have been smarter about data, in my mind, and how it manifests in the experience than any other company. They've weaponized this entire thing where you don't actually understand what's happening to you. All of a sudden, it's running your life, and then you're mm-hmm. in James's Bezosville or whatever, right? <laughs> right. But but when I was thinking about the hardware question, which is why, who does it? It's because it's really expensive, right? And so I was looking at a company that recently started retooling with their with their loyalty programs, retail space, and everyone that I saw on their leadership board uh, is all retail focused. There's no like outside thinker. So I was curious about like who's Amazon leveraging, right? Can you actually ever, like, match a Nike, right? So it's not that hard to understand how uh, Alexa might start to integrate with your clothing. Are they then going to do that? Are they going to hire those people or are they going to contract those people, right? Because manufacturing and logistics and supplies, chain management, they got it on lock, but that's a different product altogether. Um, But I think what I saw was just, like, a definite future forward of we're getting there with a platform, But first, you got to take our hardware.
1: Yeah, see, I think I saw it a little, a little bit differently, and and that is that uh, I believe they're going to figure out the manufacturing thing. I think they have already, but I think that that. They fundamentally but only for like don't. Five things, right? That's your, true.
0: Your point was for retail, which
2: I, we'll but that's to, what we know about. Remember, that's, know. that's the rule of Amazon. That's what we know. Yeah, and we imagine. I think you make assumptions about them, and then you predicate all your business planning. And it's like, oh shit, we were totally. But fucking these guys wrong. are
0: super smart, and we talk about build, borrow, all this shit all the time, right? It's. I, I think that it's. one... I'm not saying that they can't figure it out. <laughs> it's more of a business decision. Do you want to figure it out? Do like, to your point of like law of big numbers. At some point, everything tips over. It's the carrying mm-hmm. limit of operations. Yeah, can you sustainably take on an entire apparel design company, or does it make more sense for you to partner? And I don't partner. Know, so I, I interrupt. Yeah, no, I but I you're interrupt
2: building it. the highway right now,
0: right? So everybody assumes that
2: the infrastructure exists for the future, and it doesn't. Like the, the experiences that are going to drive the, in ten years. It's like the cartoons where they're right building now. in front of them. Right. We think about like you know how people are anthropomorphizing technology and they want to talk to it and it's not getting great Well guess who's making it great Amazon's making it. and that's not just a technology breakthrough that's laying down like a system. And so they're going to own the highway just like Google did with search, right? I mean, think about when Google came on like, oh, I love their UI. It's so simple. Like, and they're like tenting their fingers in the back like, yes, come to my search engine. <laughs> I'm going to capture the world market and reorient the way
0: people get information. That's exactly what Amazon's doing right now, but for daily life. But, and to talk about so the way bigger. that people roll out products, I, I, I'm sitting here, I'm listening to you. And, you know, we, we got a little too deep on Apple. We all love Apple, all this shit. Nobody was talking about Amazon, and now we're all like, ah, this is awesome. Is Google a dark horse was what I was thinking about, right? So in terms of weaponizing all their data, like, what are they going to do? What do they have planned? And then I remembered they're absolutely fucking atrocious at rolling out products. Yeah, they are. Like, everything from Google Wave to, I actually thought they nailed it with, um, remember their social circles or whatever? Remember this? Google Plus? Google Plus. I thought they nailed it. Like, in the terms problem was of content, it didn't address an issue. Not the, everybody liked Facebook. It addressed an issue, I thought, but I thought the rollout was wrong. The issue that they were addressing is you don't always talk the same all of the time. So, right now, there are five of us in a room. If you took one of us out, any one of us, we are going to talk differently. I thought that they nailed that aspect of human communication, but like the way they rolled it out, it's all wrong. So, go back on myself doesn't even fucking matter. They're ruining anyway. So
2: I took, um, I
1: I think, I think that Google, I mean, if you, if we're going down that route, I think the, their, their hope. And by, by saying their hope, I mean, they're going to be a trillion dollar company too, right? They're doing all right. But I think uh, that they've got to jump on autonomous cars and the software behind that. And I think that if they can figure that part out of it and they can be first and they can strike the right partnerships, that's the next thing for them. And that allows them to kind of go I would argue,
2: out. though, that the car is a lot harder to break into than the the home. And when I think about what we've seen in terms really of like Apple. Legalities or technology, No, just and, the OEMs. Like, they, they want to retain their business, right? And mm-hmm. so... There's plenty of in-dash technology that allow you to have a semi-smart car now. But Chrysler doesn't want it. Ford doesn't want it. You know, the GM doesn't want it because it's not theirs. They want to control their experience. And they are—they have over a century's experience blocking people out of their business, right? The home's free-range chicken. Like, it, it's, it's out there. And that's why I think it's just going to be so much easier. Now, I... I'm about as wrong as I am right most of the time, but Don't I do think, I think that's he's fair actually fair to say, it. but <laughs> the thing that I loved was, um, yes, uh, yesterday, no, Tuesday, today's Thursday, right? Uh, Tuesday, sure. Dr. Ford's storytelling class. I'm so glad she came back this year. Um, she had this great clip of Steve Ballmer, like rationalizing the Mo- Motorola Q over the iPhone. And he just, the conviction in his eyes and he's like, Ugh, yeah, good luck with that apple right and so i think a lot of people are looking at amazon amazon loses money on echo i'm sure of it but what every time they lose a nickel on on echo they gain a dollar on the back end two five ten years
0: from now and that's their game i would that's super interesting so one of the tenets of cocktails and questions is buzzwords and we don't uh fact check in the (laughs) moments i'll have to look at this you say they lose money but when i look at um Research and findings about the rise of voice search and what they're using to do it, and its conversion rate on commerce. I'd I'd be super interested if they're losing money. They might lose money for the first like month or two. But I mean, like could, on a per unit basis for the
1: Echo. I'm I'm set that I, I am, am too
0: sure they're losing money.
1: I gotta imagine that thing is over engineered to the nines. Yeah. They've got so many microphones. The micro arrays in there are legit, and uh, and and I I gotta imagine that they're on a on a dot that's thirty nine bucks or forty nine bucks, right? That they, they they've gotta be giving that thing away. Hey, but so your our data scientist research first... is gonna follow yeah. up on this and in the next
0: episode I'm gonna put gonna it right out that, huh? and prove you that eighty five percent of all searches have a thirty seven percent conversion rate and of that, twenty four percent are done on an echo. You're so
1: bullshit. The, <laughs> but what I'm not what I'm not arguing is that the that the L T V or lifetime value of a customer doesn't pay off very quickly. Oh, Of course right? corrected before I, I hit the buzz I that? Yeah. Yep. So, uh, but, but I gotta imagine that they are subsidizing the Echo. So and according I think they'll to continue cult of to do Mac, that.
2: Because I, you can't hear that's me. That's happy. the other tenant. You're not oh. supposed to check the internet during. the cult uh, of Mac okay. says that they lost $600 million on
0: Echo last year alone. So that's a pretty massive that's, subsidy. That's but that's also a, a drop in the bucket for them. So Back checks. Oh, so Ugh. God. I mean right in the middle of a podcast you go to the first Google result you called me out so you're t- you're telling me that you're going to trust the result of a competitor's result the first one you saw we're, Come we're on, getting man. a little mel like gibson in here. anyway uh, so I think we're saying the same thing right well I think Mr. Gaddis and I are maybe I think a little, we're on different sides a little bit, a little of bit, bit here I think yeah.
1: that uh, you know to sum up my thoughts on the event I, I was very surprised on the hardware focus and it made me rethink the strategy. Okay. And I believe Amazon's strategy is pivoting or changing and that I originally this was a Trojan horse for software. I think they hoped that it might go a little bit differently or that others would step up. And I think that what they've realized is that they're the best in the business. And the yep. way to push this entire market forward is to develop as much hardware as possible to make it easy for people to use. On the highway, and they're going to continue to do that. And I think this event is probably telegraphing what we're going to see. So I would not be surprised if four months from now, six months from now, Every six months you start to see something like this. Right? I, I
2: think the surprise uh, the surprise is gonna be a uh, major auto manufacturer, like BMWs a Real Tell,
1: yep. but it's gonna be some more
2: significant that's gonna standardize on Alexa and it'll be their in car system. And and it'll be it'll be easy for them and people will love it. And cars and homes will now start to speak to each other, which will be a bit of
1: a turning point. <laughs> and I gotta imagine they're gonna come out with some sort of wearable quickly and I think yeah. it's actually going to be a terrible first yeah, it's going to be idiots. awful I mean yep. it's going to be you know it's going to be, be called disip- the eyesore I'd be disappointed
0: yeah. if it wasn't it's going to be yeah. uh, <laughs> the eyesore <laughs> 130 an I, little i yeah. capital yeah. s o r e here's a letter from our attorneys
1: <laughs> <laughs> and uh, to speak in your you language expect. it'll be 130 centimeters wide exactly right. <laughs> yeah. uh, so
0: to the second question do we watch hardware do we watch software I think we're all in alignment when I when I we definitely watch software to James's analogy the highway the long view on this is to own the highway and not the cars. And I think every manufacturer, I'm talking like home speakers to the wearables, to the clothing, everybody is going to get after their platform because of the data and the way that it can provide utility and manifest itself and just like badass holistic shit so that was a fun one that's a good one cocktails and questions number half dozen so uh, exciting for james so satisfying ben gaddis engineer austin super powerhouse coordinator carly um that was it thank you guys for listening have a good one rate review itunes until next time talk to you soon thank you wow we that's half a dozen episodes of cocktails and questions in the can this episode was an interesting one, man. The three of us had a late night. Our voices are a little bit lower than what they usually are. Probably sound better, to be honest with you. Um, but in the haze of a Thursday in Central Texas, we take a look at what we saw at Amazon's event where they surprised us with a flood of hardware. Just really bum-rushing the smart home of the future. Uh, and is it really about hardware, man? We got heated there for a little bit. I uh, got my balls busted for talking in meters. Uh, things like that. Uh, Ben's voice cracked, and uh, James was uh, smart as usual. Uh, Thank you guys for tuning in, man. uh, This is a lot of fun. Do us a favor, rate and review us on iTunes, tell your friends, write in questions, comments, man. We're open. We're ready to rock. Uh, Thank you guys so much for the time. Uh, Until next episode, be good, and be good to yourself and others. Later.